Jameson to start our day. Okay, guys, as always, I'm Logan. Uh, you've seen me from Harry Potter. I was one of the Death Eaters. <laughs> On my right is uh, the one, the only, Kelvin Skip. You've seen me in Indiana Jones with Logan. Yep. And on my right is Elisha. Hi, I'm Elisha, and you've seen me defeating Logan in Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that was a good if and, so I like your improv skills right there. Yep. <laughs> that was good. Uh, so today's topic is actually one that's really interesting because it is summertime here in beautiful Shanghai, China. Um, and Elisha had a great idea, and I think we're going to go with it. So you want to lead us? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the effect of ice on cocktails and whether or not, you know, it's something that's really necessary in a drink and how it affects um, flavor and, you know, all that stuff. A little bit of science if if our brains can manage it. Um, <laughs> but uh, this idea came to me because um, my very favorite news agency to follow here in Shanghai is called Shine, which is run by the... Uh, Shanghai local government um, and they put out these very normally very positive articles about the city of Shanghai and China in general and recently um, they released one about how too many cold beverages can lead to a heart attack now if if any of you are a bit familiar with uh, uh, TCM, which is traditional Chinese medicine, there's kind of a lot of hate against cold things, um, just in terms of there's cold energy, which is different than just the cold sensation in your body, but basically uh, drinking cold, really cold things or eating really cold things are kind of seen as unhealthy. Um, and so there's a lot of, you know, in something very famous in China, I think that's always a surprise to foreigners is drinking hot water. Uh, in the winter, which we were all talking about earlier. Like when you go to a restaurant, um, you're served a glass of hot water, um, which is something I could never get into. But you guys, uh, Logan, Kelvin, you said the, what are, what are your thoughts about hot water in I the winter? not at all a fan. Um, <laughs> I grew up here in Shanghai and oftentimes it's, I mean, it extends beyond just the winter time, right? Like it's yeah. anytime you're sick, anytime you're, not feeling well, even like hangovers, for mm -hmm. example, um, they tend to tell you to drink hot or warm water. Uh, and I actually did a little bit of reading about exactly what it is uh, in warm water that, according to Chinese uh, traditional Chinese medicine, actually helps you. Uh, it's um, so they say drinking a glass of warm water in the morning helps kickstart the digestive system. Uh, hot and warm water. Uh, also supposedly helps blood flow as your blood circulation increases it helps detoxify your body and reduce painful contractions of muscles but so, there's there's there aren't really any uh, studies in no, modern it's, medicine it's that would show that right this is, this is yeah. just what they say yeah so yeah but you know because they like warm water so much we actually also see I guess see alcoholic beverages being warmer than they ought to be yes. according to us. Yes, and that that is my, um, why I wanted to talk about this today is because I frequently find um, all across China, oh, Logan, sorry, wait, that's, uh, 
Logan, what about you? Do you like drinking hot water? I am all about that hot water for healthy lifestyle. <laughs> if I sprain my ankle, it's hot water. Yes. If I get in a bus crash, it's hot water. Yeah. Do you pour the hot water on yourself? Like when you sprain your ankle, do you pour it on your ankle? No, no, it? it's not like that. Like uh, my big fat Greek wedding with the guy with the Windex. <laughs> but it's more like you know, hot water. Like if you're feeling down, hot water for healthy. You know, I like to turn. I like to turn that. You know. Uh, syphilis frown upside down. Hot water for healthy. Mm. So I don't know where you naysayers of ancient art are coming from, but that's me. I'm a naysayer. I, I think it's absolute, absolute nonsense, naysayer. and I, I hate it. I hate. No, hot water. I, I would say I do think hot water is is good in the winter time and summertime. Sometimes, you know, if I want to be uh, get my chi aligned. Well, actually, this is um, interesting thing about hot water in the summer. It actually kind of reminds me of why people, for example, in Chengdu, they love this cuisine called mala, which is numbing spice. Mm -hmm. um, they say you should eat mala in the winter because the spice warms up your body. That yeah. makes sense. Um, what they also say, though, is you should also eat it in the summer uh, because you, sweat, you get so hot that you actually beat the heat outside. <laughs> so you eat it and then you feel hotter than the temperature outside, so you actually feel cold mm -hmm. outside. Um, but yeah, no, I don't agree with that. No, that, is, that <laughs> well, is it like, doesn't work for me. Is it like, uh, you know, like a lot of tropical countries or subtropical countries, they have spicier food. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know some of it was to preserve the meats or whatever, but a lot of times it's that sweating principle. Like if you sweat it out, it's really good for you. Like yeah. it helps your body combat the heat but yeah. I mean Alicia what were, Alicia, what were you gonna say well so um, so the way this article starts out uh, I'll just read the first line here sudden and large intakes of ice beverages ice cream or watermelon from the refrigerator can trigger risks of heart attack medical experts warned this now is, sorry this is the article <laughs> this is the shine. shine article yeah yeah so my, one of my friends sent me this um, and she was like, just all ice sales in Shanghai, like all ice things are just, sales are just gonna drop, right? Like people are gonna see this article and be like, oh my God, it's real, I really can't. You know, cause, so basically this article goes on to say that there was this guy who um, ate some really cold watermelon and started like having heart issues, okay, and went to the hospital and you know, they, um, they found out that he had um, some kind of something, I don't know, um, but, you know, I, I I would speculate that that issue was there before he had this watermelon, right? You know, um, and this just to me sounds a little bit. Well, um, in my in my mind, I would assume it has something to do with the sugar than more than the coldness of your watermelon. Yeah, but like triggering an instant. <laughs> I don't know. Like for I me, mean, when it's really hot out, I like to sleep with the heater on, and then I I always put my microwave what? on high when, when I put my watermelon inside of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna catch me slipping on no uh, cold fruits. And I, <laughs> no cold fruit. Yeah. You, know, you like that? Not even frozen grapes. Watermelon. Oh, they gotta be hot. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm gonna be scalding hot when I eat the watermelon. Yes. Is it like watermelon pudding? No, it's more like a watermelon <laughs> uh, flambe. Oh, That's watermelon flambe. All right. That's how you. The only way. It's safe. I don't want to mm -hmm. get a heart attack. You this know? is slightly off topic, but I actually saw a article. Uh, not an article. A recipe for vegan ham and it's you make ham with a watermelon so apparently cooking watermelon is, is yeah. a thing as well mm. yeah 
I'm gonna skip that. But, <laughs> but <laughs> so at least, at least you just grunted at you. You know, I don't like any of that. No. So, but um, okay. So basically, this got me. This article got me thinking more about like the cold. You know, this kind of um, taboo with cold beverages. I I would say here, um, because. Like, it's so many times when I get a drink in China, I feel like it is just not cold enough. You know, like, I get a highball, and it's got, like, these two ice cubes, and they're gone in a few minutes. Or, you know, like, I get a shaking cocktail. It's just it's just not cold enough. Even, like, getting a soda, and they serve you this lukewarm can in a glass without ice, you know? And that, for me, I'm just like, this is just not tasty, right? And I think that when it comes to a cocktail, like depending on the cocktail, obviously we're not gonna get into hot toddies and stuff yeah. today. Um, but like temperature is is very important, yeah. I think. And you know, as the, the ice can be as important of an element as the, the booze you're, that you're using or the, the whatever you're mixing it with, right? Um, if you have crappy ice, it can really make your cocktail shit. If you have, you know, great ice and, you know. But, I mean, I think though the thing with <clears throat> ice and cocktails is for Americans, we've always had an abundance of ice. Yeah. And this is even before the days of refrigeration. Uh, we had ice lakes all over the states. Mm -hmm. um, and so ice wasn't that much. Like you had ice delivery guys that would come to your house and you had an ice box. Yeah. They'd give you fresh ice. It wasn't that hard to get. So yeah. that's why American cocktails or American drinks is always chock full of ice. Yeah. Versus in Europe, where it's more of a luxury, mm -hmm. you don't see that much ice. It was more used more sparingly because they, they didn't have the the infrastructure for ice mm -hmm. that we enjoy as Americans. Uh, coming over across to China, you see, obviously you do have like a, a lukewarm soda with an empty glass. You have to ask for ice. You have to ask for like cold beer. As you leave like the city centers, you get to like go to smaller towns and it is like, the beers are already on the table. They're all room temperature. Right. And that's just what it is. Cold beer is like a, uh, an, 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 an anathema, anathema? I don't know the word. I know what it looks like, but anyway, cold beer is just <laughs> something you don't use. Yeah. Anyway, but I mean, so it is cultural, but I think also because people, a lot of Europeans were here, and they were putting their techniques and spins on things. Right. And I think that's what kind of influenced some of the drinking <clears throat> in terms of ice stuff. Yeah. Um, well, so before we dive in a little deeper, I would really like to read a quote from this this book that I quite like. Is it called the Bible? Uh, it's not, but we can get into that in another episode, maybe. Um, <laughs> well, um, this is called the Gentleman's. This is called the Gentleman's Companion, uh, being an exotic drinking book or around the world with jigger, beaker, and flask. It's my favorite book in the Shanghai part about Bacardi. Yeah, is one of the best parts in that book. Yes. Okay. Cool. That. Yeah. So this is by Charles H. Baker, mm -hmm. um, published in 1939. Right. Yeah. 1939. Um, and in the kind of introduction for the book, he starts off with an earnest plea for three meticulous observances in the construction of any mixed drink, and especially that of the cocktail, okay? And so um, the second the second rule, um, but it's actually funny, it's, he says three observances, there are four here, uh, but anyway, let's go to number two. Serve cold drinks, arctic cold. Chill bottles and glasses to speed up the process. Serve hot drinks, steaming hot. Compromise in either of these events is merely bargaining with fault and disaster. Um, and th this guy is, you know, coming from an American perspective, yeah. um, obviously. Uh, but 
ever since I read this, like some years ago, like I've I've always thought about it. And when I'm um, like, of course, I'm not a professional bartender like you, Logan. But whenever I'm making drinks, like ice is very important, and mm-hmm. I always make sure my drink is cold enough. And I've been at, at doing guest shifts and stuff where, uh, you know, I'm I'm putting like some good chunks of ice in an old fashioned or something, and the the house bartender would be like, oh, we usually don't put that much, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to because I want this drink yeah, to be right. cold all the way through, um, and I'm gonna pour this warm liquor on it, and I, you know, that's not the temperature I've. Um, and so, you know, Logan, you're the one obviously with all the experience, like. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to this. <laughs> you kind of caught me off guard there. Um, but like, do you do you agree? Do you agree with that statement? I agree 100%. I think your ice and your ice choice really does make a drink. For example, like an old-fashioned, any high alcohol percentage cocktail, uh, the alcohol melts the drink, the, the ice faster. Mm-hmm. The higher temperature, you know, will melt ice faster. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll see, and you probably used like a big square piece of ice mm-hmm. or round ice. Uh, that's not just for aesthetics. It's just so the drink gets cold, but the it doesn't get as diluted. Mm-hmm. Versus something shaken, you want that mixture a little bit, especially if it's like a fruit forward cocktail, uh, like a Cosmopolitan, for example. Like that kind of stuff, you definitely want a good shake and you don't need big ice cubes because mm-hmm. you want to get that, uh, that water in there to kind of cut up mm-hmm. the, the alcohol. Mm-hmm. But you do want that frothiness and the air bubbles getting trapped inside. Mm-hmm. So those are a different way with the, with the shaking techniques as well. Yeah. Versus like a stirred cocktail or like uh, you want certain, certain cocktails like mojitos, anything crushed ice, mm-hmm. mojitos, uh, mint julep, a cobbler. You want that really crushed ice. You want that super, like mojito has its own kind of it's a Collins, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, Mint Julep has that beautiful silver cup. Uh, Moscow Mule has that really cool uh, copper cup. So these things, you want them to be cold to the touch. Yeah. And that's, the ice is th- uh, incredibly important to that stuff. Yeah. You know? So I, so I've been trying to read over the past few days, like a, a, some things about ice and um, a little bit of the science with it, and like in terms of how ice melts and stuff like that inside a drink. And so like with the it all comes down to from from my very like minimal understanding it all comes down to like the surface area right so technically it, like if you were making an old fashioned and you had um one large square like we like to use today or uh smaller ice cubes like basically as long as you have the same surface area of ice it should like the temperature the, both should stay the same right. you know but it's obviously with the big ice like people are not usually putting as much as small ice as they, yeah. you know, as would be achieved in the same surface area as a large ice cube. And with um, the smaller ice, like, it's not necessarily that it melts faster. It's that the um, smaller ice has more surface water, is what I understand, because there's, like, less area being cooled. Right. And so that's why it, like, more quickly dilutes your drink but it doesn't necessarily like it doesn't mean that the temperature would go up faster right yeah Um, you could could tell also a lot about an establishment with their ice yeah like it's one of those things like you know you're if somebody cares about their ice they're going to care about a lot of the other ingredients yes you know like if you're at a bar that's if you're at a club it's different mm-hmm. but if you're at a bar or a lounge and you see the ice has those little dimples in it yeah that ice machine is kind of crappy it's not a crappy yeah. on their fault but like that kind of machine yeah. just lets a lot the water the drinks get really diluted really right. quickly yeah 
which is a big oversight. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, so you'll see like somebody has like that ultra clear ice, like a big, and they're just yeah. chopping it out. That's, I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's only a high-end cocktail lounge to yeah. do that. But that's the first step, you know? I also think, you know, sometimes you can really, like you said, it tells a lot about an establishment. When you go to a cocktail bar and they're, not only do they have good ice, but they're really picky about the form of the ice. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll see bartenders stand there for like minutes at a time just mm -hmm. chipping on that block of ice and mm -hmm. making it perfectly round. And when you see that, you do associate it with a better cocktail bar. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a big, there's really a big difference between like when you've got a a highball with a column ice with one of those, yeah, one of those one, one of the rods, you know, yeah. because like it's literally there's ice touching your your entire drink the yeah. entire way through, you know, and like that highball is gonna stay cold the whole time, and yeah. and I love that because that's what I want. Like right. I really I hate when you get a drink and the ice is gone within a few minutes. Like then your drink just sucks, yeah. and it's like because your your hand is warming the glass, yeah. like the the air is warming, You're you know. Wildly. Yes, you know, just flinging it around everywhere, and it's just causing Chaos. more, yeah. you know. And I want some reliable ice in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like I recently was doing. Um, a shift at a small bar that has like the first time I did a shift there this very crappy ice and for the second time I was like I'm sorry to be a diva but can you order ice for this you know yeah. and just the difference in the quality of the cocktails you know I if they were just like it's also the people who own this bar are not really bartenders right and so for them it's like well paying for why would we pay for ice when we can just like yeah. make this ice here and I think that that is something that comes with understanding of drinks and bartending you know over like with experience i guess and but they definitely saw with the shift like just how all the drinks stay cold like yeah. how they all tasted better how the guests were frankly happier you know and uh it was a really hot day <laughs> it was just like i i was like having nightmares about using their tiny ice in in like the you know 38 degree weather here yeah. um and serving these drinks um I mean, that's how delicious. I don't have an ice machine. Yeah. You just buy, you buy it. Yeah. Right. Well, I think that's one thing that's quite, you know, people are quite lucky in Shanghai, right? Like, ice is so cheap, and you right. can d basically yeah. have it delivered 24 hours a day. And really nice ice, like yeah. any shape you yeah, want. Yeah, ice guy is really good. We have, like, the big cubes like this. Mm -hmm. and we have the, the giant squares. Yeah, you can't see this on the podcast because it's not video, but yeah. the big square ones, and we have the, I think they're, like, a quarter-inch uh, cubes. Yeah. Right. Really good quality. I'm yeah. Like, and then if we want the, the round ice balls, they're about five RMB, which is a little mm -hmm. pricey. Yeah. yeah. But like you could do it yourself, but you know. I feel like people are moving away from the ice balls now and more into the, into yeah, the, the uh, cube. cubes. The cubes yeah. are cool. Like we put an actual stamp on it. It has our yeah. logo. Yeah. And I think that's one of those things when you see that little, those little touches, yeah. the customer knows, okay, if he's paying attention to this, yeah. they're going to be paying it attention to It raises stuff. your drink up a level. I really yeah. think that, you know, you're just putting that one extra, um, one extra step into your thought process yeah. um, rather than just throwing that shit cloudy ice in there. Yeah. I think it also, because what we're talking about is cold drinks versus hot drinks, right? Yeah. It extends just beyond your ice, but also the exact temperature of your mm -hmm. drink. For example, like a shaken uh, cocktail. Yeah. Like there's no ice in your final product, mm -hmm. but you want to make it as cold as possible yeah. when you shake it. Mm -hmm. Because when you do drink a shaken cocktail um if you sit on it for too long the taste of your cocktail actually does change absolutely quite a bit. Yeah. and you get this really like 
alcohol fumey kind yeah. of uh, taste towards the end when it gets too warm. Yeah. So we want to make sure it's poured out as cold as possible. Yeah. And, and, and it goes back to what you were saying. I really do hate it when a cold, when a drink yeah. isn't cold enough and it gets warm way too fast. Mm -hmm. Like that is a huge turnoff for me with a with yeah. cocktail. You also want to make sure, like, if you have a, a martini that's shaken, you don't want to have those little ice crystals on Ugh. top. Yeah. Some people really like it. Oh but, God, I hate it. But you don't want to have it because that'll literally water down your drink. Yeah. yeah. There's no ice crystals. There's no water down. And when it comes to martini, I mean, like. The temperature and dilution is everything, right? And yeah. like the last sip of a martini is kind of the worst unless yeah. you're drinking it quick. But for me, like the last sip of like a Negroni or an old fashioned, I quite like. It's like it's got some of that dilution. It's usually pretty yeah. cold because it's been on a lot of ice. Like it's been sitting there. That that I like. But no, I mean, a, a iced martini should be served cold and there should be served a lot of them. Yes. You know? Yes, Keep fast, quickly. Because yeah, martinis are not meant to be like, you're not supposed to like take your time with a martini. No. It's an ice cold drink that's served with no ice in it. Yeah. It's not a drink. You're not doing a shot. Right. Unless you're. But you're also not sitting on it like you're you not might sitting with on an it, old yeah. fashioned. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that you have to. Re I don't want to make it too dorky, but like you do have to respect the type of drink you're drinking. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you're, yeah. eating, like you're eating hot food, you want to eat it in time. But like a sandwich, you can take your time with a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or like a cold dish is different than a hot dish, and you have to eat it accordingly. You don't mm -hmm. want your food to get cold. You don't want your drink to get room temperature. Right. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about the way you're meant to drink it, like the way you're meant to eat the food that you're served. Yeah. yeah. You don't use a fork and a knife on a pizza. However, yeah, you don't use a fork and a knife on a pizza. However, it's your money. And if you want to do it that your way, no one's going to say it's wrong. You know? Live your I best will life. say it's wrong. No, live your best life, you know? No, it, it, it is wrong. Like but no gloves. one's going to tell you it's wrong. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I'm not a restaurant owner, so. I don't mind people, you know. I can come to your restaurant and tell people they're wrong if they eat tacos with a fork. No, and people I... don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, with tacos, people don't <laughs> We're know. We're not meant tacos. to do that? No. People, uh, local people don't know. They wear gloves. They do a lot of stuff. It's... The, the gloves for you. But it's one of those things, like, they're learning. It's a learning thing, just like me learning how to use chopsticks. Yes. No, okay, it's fine if you want to learn, of course. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, learning. Just slapping chopsticks. Knowledge is pay mouth. power. It's amazing. The gloves I hate, but, yeah. I mean, the gloves is just because that's got some kind of, I don't know, you don't want to get your hands dirty. So guys, don't, don't go anywhere with Alicia Bagley is around watching you drink your drink because she will knock it out of your hands and tell you I will and be like that is <laughs> that is not enough ice that's, <laughs> that's fucking warm put that shit down Just don't like, even you got bageled smack <laughs> <laughs> um okay I, I want to uh, ask something maybe you guys can explain this maybe one of you knows so um in liquid uh, liquid intelligence book everyone knows right yeah. um, I love to pull this thing out when I'm looking for some pro knowledge um, there's a part about um, how you can actually, you could technically chill your cocktail to below zero using ice that is zero degrees. Any, anybody know anything about this? Just how does it work? How, does, how, can, you get your, how can you get your drink below it's zero? I'm sure you do it with like the nitrogen, right? No, but it's just, it's using the ice. It's something that has to do with like, I don't know, aerodynamics, something. Yeah. And well, it, that's it, what liquid, it can, uh, liquid intelligence is like a $25 book. We yeah. should insert a call a friend segment yep. on this podcast. Do you think we can call well, him? What friend would we call that would know that? Mark Lloyd. Yeah, Mark would know. Oh, Mark really would know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so, yeah, it explains it here, but it, but it, it also kind of says, like, oh, cock, cocktail physics. 
enth enthalpy and entropy. I can't even. It's too. It's too much. It's too much science for me. Are you phoning a friend right now, Kelly? I I am phoning Google. You're phoning Google. Yeah. You're phoning Lexi. No wait, is that Amazon? Alexa. 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 Who's Google Lexi? Is, yeah. Oh, Lexi. Oh, is, Lexi is what my mom called the Lexus she could talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ice at zero degrees Celsius can chill a cocktail below zero degree Celsius. Will that hurt? Maybe. Now, ice chilled cocktails are routinely as cold as negative six. Now, speaking of chilled cocktails and this whole chill movement. In Shanghai, many, many, many years ago, we used to have an ice bar in Pudong, I believe it was. Oh, it was made out of ice. Yeah, yeah. I remember I this from remember the Time that. Out Shanghai mm -hmm. website. Yeah. Uh, and basically. I was five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So, for those not yeah, familiar with Kelvin, he is a child, apparently. He's very young. <laughs> Again, I was in, I was in uh, Indiana Jones's short round, yeah. and I look exactly the same today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, the ice bar, I think that was such a cool craze. Because basically the thing was the bar is made out of ice, you're just drinking ice cold vodka out of ice cups, ice yeah. plate glasses, yeah. and you wear like a big Russian coat. Yeah. And it seems like, a, like I feel like that's something today I'd be into. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like in the summertime, I'd definitely be into it. Yeah. In the wintertime, it'd be fun. Yeah. But in the summertime, it seems like such a trip. Yeah. Like I wish we still had those things. And I, I think that kind of culture, like I've been to a couple bars where there's like the um, the bottle holders mm -hmm. are made out of ice. Mm -hmm. So all the drinks are really cold. Yeah. yeah. And I, I used to go to this Italian restaurant in the U.S. where... They were famous for having their vodka negative zero. Mm. Like, and they had a special machine for it that kept everything just negative. Nice. I would really drink that. Cool. Yeah. And um, tell me about your experience with an ice luge, Logan. Uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> Dealer's choice. Dealer's. I like. I mean, ice luges are fun. It's mm -hmm. a. It's a. It's a pre-COVID world. Though. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Have to say that. I don't yeah. think you're gonna find ice luges in a post-COVID world as much. It's pretty disgusting, actually, when you think about it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, except for the ones that you could actually put your cup under. Yeah. That's okay, I think. But, but that's less fun. That's a lot less fun because ice luges defeats the whole purpose. I think. Yeah. I think that pretty much any time I've drank from an ice luge, it was like when I was over the edge, and it was definitely like those beginning college years or end of high school when we drank a lot of like rumple mints. Did you guys yeah. ever drink rumple mints? Oh my God, we were, we were people. We were yeah, Gold. Well, well, we would usually have both. Okay, so you could go back and forth. But like when Goldschlager or Rumplemitz hits the ice luge, like things are just going, going south. Things well, I think for a me. lot of college drinking traditions are pre-COVID. Like you have beer pong where people drink out of the same cups. I mean, you also have water pong where you just drink the beer on the side. Yeah, but there's the one. And that's so much less fun. The, Exactly. Yeah, you get and a little grass in your yeah. cup because you're playing outside beer in the lawn. Beer bongs are the same as uh, <laughs> yeah, beer bongs. Well, cake stands. Yeah. Yeah. Your favorite Okie Cookie is gonna be gone. What's an Okie Cookie? Uh, I don't know. You're shaking your head. Look it up. I don't want to. I'm afraid. Is this something we need to cut out? No, no, no. <laughs> I said look it up. I didn't say. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of things, but it's an interesting uh, segue to like COVID-related stuff. Yeah. Because. Ice is so fundamental to a drink, but there's so many fundamental things about ice that make a drink, like an ice luge, mm -hmm. that we're going to see fade away. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, and those are... I, that's Forever, like a, you think? What about in America, though, where people are... Oh, they're back. Sorry, right? listeners, so irresponsible. Oh. Uh, that's... I mean, that's... 
not something we know about. Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> we're not doing it here. Like, I wanted yeah. to do an event with an ice solution of fountain a couple weeks ago, and somebody <laughs> pointed out to me, like, COVID. Yeah. I was like, you're absolutely right. You know? Yeah. If yeah. Florida was cold enough, they would definitely still be doing it. Yeah. I bet they still do it anyway. Yeah. You can get an ice solution in the summer. It just melts. Yeah. yeah. You just have to get a new one every yeah, time. Yeah, you just have to get a new one all the time. Because um, I mean, it's good ice. Okay, so what do we... What? talk about with ice as well it's interesting because uh, i know the COVID thing i was saying was a lot of people were at home bartending mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people when they couldn't leave home were bartending and making yeah. drinks yeah and one of the things people learn when they're making drinks is about how to make ice mm-hmm. and one of the ways to make you want really clear ice you don't want cloudy ice mm-hmm. we all agree that's a yeah. little bit better and so the the rule of thumb is always just boil the ice boil mm-hmm. the water mm-hmm. and then pour it in your molds and freeze it and that's how you don't have uh cloudy ice but that doesn't always work, even unless you have a really good freezer, right? Because yes, I, yeah. because I think that the the issue is that the air needs to escape, right? So that's how like the the cooler method came up. Who's the who who? Um... Delroy Lindo. No. <laughs> um, Steven Seagal. No. Oh my God! Who came up with that the method, the cooler method? Levar Burton. No. Damn it. Um. John Mulaney. No. English. English. His name is something. Oh, Mr. Bean. No, damn it. <laughs> the no. Queen. You guys keep talking, and I. Over Grace. I, I have to. I no. I have to. I have King to check Charles. it because it's gonna. Joaquin Phoenix. It's really gonna. <laughs> it's really gonna drive me nuts. Um. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Slater. Yeah. yeah. It was a Chris. It was a. It was a Christian of some sort. It was Sir Ian Fleming. Guys, I'm gonna kill you. Keep talking while I look for this. So guys, this is part of the podcast where Alicia looks for stuff on her phone. I love yeah. looking for stuff on my phone. This is where Sometimes we... I just need to know. Yeah. Okay, so um, while she does that... We're going to put on the Jeopardy sound yeah. in the background <laughs> while this is happening. No, but... I mean, there's certain drinks that are just, like, you need an ice drink no matter what it is. Like, for me, I can't drink uh, room temper- t- temperature gin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just not okay. my taste. Camper English. Yeah. Yes. From academics. Yeah, he's not English. He's we go way back. No, I, his name is English. I know English. Okay, well, then you should have remembered I was his say, name. First, we said English, like he was an English person. No, I was saying that as his last name. I just couldn't remember his first name. Yes, yes. That's why he said Mr. Bean, because he thought Johnny English. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Cam- right Camper English, the cooler <laughs> method. Yeah. But, you know. I really want to try it, but I never can because my fucking freezer is so small here because Chinese refrigerators yeah. are painfully small. And so I've never gotten to really try that. One thing I was doing was just using like a giant square Tupperware box mm-hmm. and just putting boiling water in that. Mm-hmm. And then you get a giant brick. Yeah. And one of the great you things. carve off here, the bottom where the. Well, one of the great air things. Air is, is And actually, they do this at Jay Borowski. They just. Um, they buy the. The duck knives it's like specifically for like cutting like a roasted duck mm-hmm. and yeah you just use that and carve off the, the bottom, bottom where the air got yeah. trapped yeah and then you just kind of chip it into little cubes the sound of a knife on ice drives me crazy really like, I actually, nails on chalkboard don't bother me at all i like cutting ice yeah, oh it's it gets very me. therapeutic for me yeah. no i get it in my like i get it i get the <laughs> And then when you mm. get like a good piece, you're yeah. like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. No, I did like the whole way through, it just gets me. Mm. Well, I, I, just, like I just kind of carve the top and then I give it like a little smack and it tends to just crack yeah. all the way down. But well, so if I'm like having a bunch of people over, 
I use a nice guy. I've got a nice guy in yeah. it, you know? That and was something call. I was going to say earlier. Mm-hmm. If you're ever having people over, I feel like not having ice is one of the big party fouls. That's a huge party foul. Oh yeah. my God, it's the worst party foul. Yeah. Like, I think it's nice when people at a, a party, like, always bring spirit or wine or food or whatever, yeah. but be conscientious to bring ice and plastic cups yeah. or paper cups, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it does help at a party. Yeah. Like, you can run out of chips, it's not an issue, but, like, you run out of ice at, like, four in the morning. It's the worst. It is not a good feeling. But luckily here, we can also order ice. more ice at four in the morning, which is amazing. Yeah. 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 I do, you know... I do wish I had one of those refrigerators that produced ice, even though the ice is kind of crappy, but it's nice, you know, in the U.S., um, where the ice comes out oh, of the yeah, thing. The, yeah. I mean, it's cloudy ice, right, but in a pinch. So I was with Vic last week, and he got a um, water cooler that can make ice. That was, like, the biggest Next. Because I miss in the States when you have the... That's what like, I mean, when, when it comes out of the fridge, fridge yeah. Yeah, but the, he has a water cooler where you put the gallon water in, and then make ice what yeah that's cool like for me so going back to what i was saying uh gin no always yeah. need ice yeah but like i could drink vodka with soda no ice no problem yeah. really yeah but can't. vodka should be ice cold i know this but yeah. just my taste like bourbon i could drink room temperature yeah that's perfect Bur- bourbon neat um, so what in your opinion uh what drinks what alcohols are best served with ice or without ice well so vodka definitely for me needs to be that Arctic cold, as they say yeah. here in the book, but like scotch, right, yeah. I feel like scotch is kind of meant to be drank room temp, right? Yeah. A bit yeah. more like a, a scotch neat. Um, but like I'll say, I pretty much want most of my drinks cold. Yeah. I, I mean, like yeah, like I, I I can have a whiskey, you know, yeah. I can have a whiskey with um a whiskey neat and have it room temp. But well, well do we say uh, most brown spirits? I guess yeah. Or probably like room temperature. That's, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But, Overall, I prefer my drinks cold. Yeah. Um, well, I guess yeah. If you're having a tequila or a, tequila or a mezcal, right? I mean, yeah. not that mezcal's brown, but um, you know, you're gonna usually have that just room temp, I guess. Well, like a reposado or something. Yeah. Treat it like a like a whiskey or a scotch right. or yeah. cognac. Yeah. Yeah. Because you never drink ice with the cognac, really. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. True. Right. That's what's in that special glass, the snifter glass, to make a little heat. Yeah. But like, for like a, a rum, like I've had a rum, a white, definitely ice. Oof, yeah. yeah. Dark rum. I think uh, so. Maybe that's the the drawing line is the dark versus the the light, the, the brown versus uh, clear spirits. I, I guess for me, a lot of it comes down to quality of spirit as well, right? Which is which probably a, a lot of the reasoning for a a drink being better when it's cold, right? Because it's it's kind of smooths out the roughness of the yeah, alcohol, yeah. and and I think that's probably why we drink drinks cold, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, it changes the flavor, um, makes it smoother, and just so if you're having like you know, a not very nice quality spirit. Like I kind of always wanted ice, but if it's something, if, if it's something that's nice, you know, um, like a top shelf, then yeah. Like at least when I'm having that first sip, if I'm going to yes. try it, I'll always have it room temp and then put it in a drink or put it on ice, whatever. I guess that's kind of the way I go. I think also this kind of leads back to what Logan was saying about culturally, though, right? Like for example, like beer. Like I will, I hate room temperature beer. Me too. Like, I would only pretty much drink like cold beer. And when you go to Hot Pot here, they'll often say, ask you if you want yeah, it cold, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's but like for example in the UK, they drink warm beer all the time. They drink warm beer. Warm or room temp. Sorry? They drink warm beer and they lose it. Warm or yeah, room exactly. temp. Warm or room temp. There's a big difference, you know? Yeah. Room temp, right? Yeah. The room temp. They just don't yeah. chill it the but way. To me, that's already too warm. For yeah. me, it is yeah. as well. Yeah. 
You made a beer ice cold. That's the whole point of a beer. But then there's like, for example, like Huangzhou in China. That's like rice wine, basically. Yellow um, wine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for for me, I technically like it colder. Mm -hmm. But you go to some restaurants and they'll serve you. You're never gonna get it cold, yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll actually serve it to you like boiled, like warm. Like, right. They'll serve yeah. it warm, like yeah. sake or something, I guess. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. But I think but that even goes me, along with the quality that yeah. you're talking about. And even me, like, with, with, I mean, I'll drink warm sake, right? But there are sakes that are meant to be served warm yes, and right. others that are meant to be served cold, right? Yeah. Um, and I'll just kind and of make it cold. No, that's also a very good point, because, like, I just don't know enough about sake, but I know, like, a rice, not a rice sake, but what are the ones with, like, the cloudy bits of rice at the bottom? Oh. Um, I really like those ones, and those ones yeah, aren't I don't supposed remember. to be served that cold. Uh, I don't remember the Isn't name. Isn't that the Korean drink, though, makgeolli? No, no. Uh, no, makgeolli is... But, like, some sakis are served warm, but I always heard that... And I don't know if this is true, because I'm not a sake expert, but, like, I know, like, if you're in a place that's serving warm sake, it's because it's kind of crappy sake. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Like, I like... That's funny, because I feel like, to me, like, a spirit is harsher when it's warmed up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's why it's... It gives it a flavor. I don't know. I like cold mm. sake, so I'm doing sake. Uh, it's bringing that, yes, like, ethanol kind of flavor out yes. when, you, when you warm it up. Yeah, which is not... Yeah, it's not ideal. But, like, for, for even going to Chinese stuff, like, for baijiu, I like to put baijiu in the freezer. Mm -hmm. But it's... it's and, and, like, Chinese people, my local friends, like, what are you doing? I, yeah. I like, I like it that cold. Because yeah. I think baijiu... Well, again, it probably tones it down a little. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, 56% proof stuff. You mm -hmm. know, like... Yeah. This, this is intense, but you know you have a couple cold shots. You're like, Ooh, Mufasa! Because when it's warm, <laughs> it, you, it's with Baijo especially. It's not just the ethanol taste. There's that sorghum taste. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the thing that people are most like, like frown, like find most frown upon the smell of the sorghum mm -hmm. in Baijo. I think it's actually it, it's a, it's if we're gonna get if we're really gonna get into it, it's like we can do a Baijo episode another time. I think, yeah. but it, it that. That well, we taste that people are, yeah, that that, pe um, that taste that people don't like. It comes from like a certain type of aroma of, uh, like it's like the categories of baijiu right, are called right, aroma, right. and that's the savory aroma that like yeah. the okay. maltai and stuff that you're having. Yeah. That's what gives that kind of like fiery yeah. thing that most people and that and that's the most like prevalent type. And so that's why most people are like, I hate baijiu. But that there are a lot of types. Nothing better than a hot hot. Blistering Shanghai day at 2 p.m. Then a warm beer warm and a shot of baijiu. No, a, a warm bottle of Erguotol, <laughs> a hot thing of soup, yeah. like a scalding hot soup, and standing in a heater. Yeah. Under a heater? Mm. It's your favorite? It's no, your go -to. Like, it's the anti heart attack. Yeah. My heart gets stronger as I go with it. But no, I mean, so in, in the end, like, I'll always drink, drink cold water because I find it refreshing. Yes. Yeah. I do find well. it refreshing. It is refreshing. It is. Definitely. Yeah. But it is definitely a cultural thing, you know? Mm hmm We've just been taught it's refreshing. Like, everything you see, like, somebody opens a Coca-Cola and goes, mm -hmm. ah. Yeah. You know? And I just don't know how people do it. I mean, even when I worked at, um... This, uh, at Lucky Mart, which is a highball bar here in Shanghai, there would be people who would come in and ask for a highball with no ice. And I'd <laughs> be like, I can give you this. But you're not gonna like it, you know? Are you sure? Yeah, and I and I would, I would give it, and they'd take a sip, and they'd be like, "All right, yeah, you can put ice in there." Yeah. I'm like, even just, just, just even a little, please. 
Like, please don't make me do this. Do you ever just, like, <laughs> give it to them and then put the ice in a separate cup next to it? <laughs> no. Like, trust me, you're going to That's what I should have seconds. done. Yeah. But people would always come back and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, warm soda. And then, and then you lose your bubbles as well, right? Because yeah, soda, yeah. soda needs the cold temperature and since they're making their own soda at Lucky Mark as well. Well, needs, that's also needs to be cold. What drives me crazy when I go to events here is people have like pictures of Coca-Cola out uh-huh. and like Sprite in a picture with no yeah. ice. Yeah. And, and you're like, so it. that's flat Coke. Yeah, yeah, it's just flat Coke and it's nasty Coke. Yeah. Then it's not cold. But if obviously you put ice in the Coca-Cola in a pitcher, it's going to be really watered down within like 10 minutes. Right. right. places that do that also don't really have good ice. Yes. Yeah. You know, so that's why they should have more Coca-Cola fountains. Yeah. That's my new movement for Coca-Cola fountain? Yeah. Do you mean fountain Coke or an actual fountain with Coke? No, fountain Coke. So not like a bubbling bird bath of Coca-Cola. That would also be kind of cool. I think that would really lose its... Yeah, I think it would lose its effervescence quite quickly. It would be so much fun. Yeah. It just sounds like a really... Like, it just sounds like a mess. You know, it is. It does sound like a mess. So... Uh, I don't know if all my cracks and pops just on on recording, but what would we say is your favorite favorite ice cold drink you have to pick? A, a cold drink that's a, just like, a cold drink or a frozen drink? Ooh, we didn't even touch frozen drinks. Oh my gosh! Good call. We didn't even talk about frozen drinks. I we do frozen margaritas. Yeah. We do slushies. Yep. I do Coke floats. Mm. Keep the gang on another level, another level, but. I'm not a bit. I like a Coke float. A bourbon Coke float? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. It's bourbon, uh, vanilla ice cream, and Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. Or whatever ice cream you really want. Mm-hmm. But um, yes, uh, frozen margaritas and slushies, it's not my taste. Yeah, I think that um, before I knew as much about alcohol and was before I was like a more. I don't know, before I refined, like, my taste <laughs> and, and, like, skills in terms of drinking, right? Like, I would always go for a frozen drink, you know? Yeah. Because I think it, that, in that way, it just kind of tastes like candy. You don't taste yeah. the alcohol, yeah. and you're like, yeah, this is great, right? And now I'll usually go for On the Rocks. But once in a while, I'll yeah, kind of treat myself fun, yeah. to a frozen drink. But I can't session on it. And yeah. No, one, I'll have one, and that's exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think one of the other things is, like you said, it tastes like candy. Yeah. So I tend to have this thing where, with, like, the kind of sweet dessert drinks like mm-hmm. I try to drink it really fast yeah and frozen drinks always give me like a head rush yeah uh, like brain, brain freeze yeah. yeah but at the same time I, I will fuck with a pina colada yeah give me a daiquiri frozen daiquiri do we say fuck them well Alicia's been saying it the whole time oh. you said it was okay to curse I said it was only okay to curse the devil oh well, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, so. No, like, so like pina coladas, uh, strawberry daiquiris, like the, the fresh fruit daiquiris. Yeah. I love those things. So they're not really icy. They're more creamy mm-hmm. when you use the fruits. Yeah. Like for here, when we do, what, like a, if you order a strawberry daiquiri, it's delicious. Yeah. It's going to be fresh strawberries, uh, rum, ice, lime, agave, a bunch yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and that's delicious. And it's really creamy, delicious. Mm-hmm. I get behind that. And we do a rum topper, so mm-hmm. it kind of melts everything again. Yeah. Or like banana daiquiri, pineapple daiquiri, like that. I'll have a couple of those. Oh, banana daiquiri, yeah. I mean, it's frozen all the way. Of yeah. course, that is a delicious uh, drink. Banana yeah. Banana, <laughs> banana daiquiri. Well, I mean, next time we'll do a banana daiquiri. Yes, please. Yeah. Love a but, banana daiquiri. But at the same time, like a frozen, uh, a slushy margarita that's in the machine. Yeah. Even though I know every one of ours has two bottles of tequila, two pitchers of water, mm-hmm. it's still like to me, it's just sweet. 
Mm-hmm. And like, because you have to up the sweet ante on those ones. Right. Yeah. So I think the difference with like a blended and a slushy machine also. Yeah. It's a different type of ice style. Well, and a drink that is frozen that doesn't have enough sugar really tastes awful, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, something about it, it's just bad. You know, like when, if you just have like a very watery frozen margarita that doesn't have the right balance, it's terrible. Well, that's what you got with like a frozen margarita and a slushy machine. You could have a lot more fun with like interesting flavor combinations but yeah because you're using a lot more syrups yeah right. like that. yeah like that's why you can do like a blueberry or whatever it is like it's a little more artificial yeah but like you have that artificial color but people really tend to gravitate toward that mm-hmm. versus with a daiquiri or something you want it to be more fresh fruits mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean like in a frozen margarita it's always gonna for us it's always gonna have at least fresh lime juice fresh lemon juice mm-hmm. but the rest of stuff is flavorings you know what i mean so i have like a, a drink like from my not childhood my teenage years i guess that uh, um is very nostalgic i really love so in rhode island um, which is where my parents live there's um pretty much rhode island's only claim to fame which is dell's lemonade so there's these lemonade it's a lemonade truck and it's a frozen lemonade um but it's like you get it and it's white it's not like a yellow mm. crap thing so so it's white and it has like little chunks of lemon peel in it and it's like soft like scoopable you know and so and they put it in a paper cup which is not the best way to drink a frozen drink like it comes really soggy <laughs> really quickly yeah. whatever but like yeah. it's this is like the thing of summer in rhode island like everyone's got this soggy dell's cup you know yeah. and um pouring vodka into that dell's lemonade oof, is very good in the summer like that, that, yeah that is the ace because it's not it's one that's not too sweet i've never had another frozen lemonade like it's not too sweet it's not too sour like it's fresh it's it's really great with that vodka yeah well i think just uh quick points then certain things are alcohol that are supposed to be served frozen like obviously vodka yeah but then you have like jägermeister yeah like you want that jägermeister coming from the freezer (laughs) right Mm -hmm. you want uh menta bronca usually Mm -hmm. is put in the freezer Yeah? yeah yeah okay uh, what other kids think of any other freezer drinks that are known for being pulled from a, from a cold place? Froze? Froze is more of a mix, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. Yes, a mix. I don't know what else I would... I really only usually keep vodka in the freezer, I guess. You know, actually, I used to go to Russia for work a lot, and one of my clients once told me... Because I used to go a lot during the winter, mm-hmm. and... Like, I would go to a party at someone's house or something, and they would just stick bottles of ice. Or like sorry, in the snow of, outside? Vodka yeah. In the snow. Yeah. But nice. then one time I had a client tell me, he's like, you should never freeze vodka. What you should do is freeze the shot glass. So he'd just have, like, a drawer full of frozen shot glasses, mm-hmm. and he would just take out a new one every time we had a shot. Really? But I still think frozen vodka is better. I've than always that. thought that, yeah. like, vodka is supposed to be served at basically zero degrees. Yeah. It is. I mean, or below. it comes out more viscous. Yeah. And you have some of those, like, really ultra vodkas. And then it's really smooth. And what they're doing is they're, they're taking, like, let's say a, 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 a base vodka, mm-hmm. and freezing it, mm-hmm. and taking the core from there, and yeah. getting it cold and freezing that. Yeah. And freezing that. So yeah. by the end, all the impurities are gone. It's just like, yeah. super, super smooth. Super, like, it's a different way of distilling it almost. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that kind of stuff is, yeah. But I think the <laughs> difference was the guy who said you should always freeze your shot glass and not the vodka uh-huh. had very, very nice vodka. Okay. So yeah. that probably makes a huge difference. Yeah, then you don't need to freeze it, right? Yeah. Um, though it's still nice. Yeah. And, and that's it. Like, I mean, frozen frozen glasses, right? Like, Logan, what, if you have, 
if you had the fridge space, would you always chill your glasses? All my glasses are chilled. Your, all your glasses are chilled? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Like wow. If, it, if it's a Collins glass, no, because I don't need it, because right. I'm using it for certain things. Yeah. But like any of my coupe glasses, mm -hmm. all my beer glasses, stuff yeah. that you expect to be chilled or all chilled. Nice. It's part of the, you know, because yeah. I don't like getting, like I'm not a beer drinker, but I, if I get a beer, I don't want that glass to be room temperature. No. Yeah. Like, like some people do the thing where they just rinse it. Like, mm. that's, that's one thing, but I like it ice cold. Yeah. You take it out of the freezer. Yeah. Well, nice what's filter. worse is yeah. they do that like hot wash here, mm -hmm. and you get a like hot glass with cold drink. Oh my god, inside. that is really yeah. yeah. Comes right out of the dishwasher or something, yeah. and you've got that warm glass. Yeah. yeah. What about? Have you guys had um a frozen Kieran? Yes, I love that. That's quite good, that. right? That's super frozen good. Kieran. Like sometimes like uh, Japanese places will have it. Yeah. Um, so basically, the beer then the head. It's frozen. it's frozen, yeah. And so I'm not a beer good. drinker, but that's quite good. It's really, I like, really good. Yeah, I really like I that. I haven't seen that for a while. No, you know who had it for a while? Um, the place that Mark from Cannery opened on the Bund. Oh, that yeah, was yeah, short-lived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That place was awesome. Korean barbecue place, yeah, that right? Place was, yeah. Oh, yeah, they had the frozen Kirin. Yeah. yeah. Frozen Kirin or frozen Asahi, I guess. Yeah, I, no, I think it's yeah. Kirin normally. Yeah, okay. I think, I think. You might be correct. No, you're, you're right. It's, it's definitely Kieran. Kieran, yeah. So I think the overall consensus is that we all like frozen drinks, except Logan seems very ambivalent because he started out strong on the warm oh, drinks. Oh, I came, I came on we fire. Like, we like cold <laughs> drinks. We all like cold drinks. We all drinks. like yeah. cold drinks for cocktails, but I yeah. like hot water for healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to change my sense on Good that. Good for your healthy. Yeah. No, my I don't think it is. It's not going to sway me. No. It's not going to sway you? No. Okay, guys. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, anything we want to add? No, I think that's about it. Yeah. We got anything. Uh, keep it cool. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> I like that. That's it. Thanks, cool. guys. Thank Thanks you. for listening.